When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Ricey. You've been hearing my friend Josh Arnold, Mr. Money Talk, for years on the radio and Garage Logic podcast. With the new year approaching, I strongly recommend you sit down with Josh for your no-cost, no-obligation, 48-minute consultation on your investments, including your IRA and 401k. You can benefit from Josh's years of experience navigating different market and economic conditions, and he'll always give you straight talk and not sugar-coated advice. Give Josh a call now at 952-925-5608 to book your no-cost, no-obligation, 48-minute consultation. That's 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did, and tell him Ricey sent you. Don't forget to ask, why is it 48 minutes, Josh? Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Patrick Royce is a paid endorser. Hey, did you see Oppenheimer? Yes, I did. I uh, thought it dragged a little at the end, but it was pretty good leading up to the explosion. It was quite uh, the I explosion. I saw it. I yeah. didn't. I just, you know, what? I, <laughs> didn't yeah, do much I, for me. I was a little confused by some. I, uh, I think the last forty minutes kind of could have been twenty minutes, right? Mm-hmm. He got investigated, and there were people out to get him, and that was okay. We didn't have to. Uh, we didn't have to spend as much time winding her up as we did. I don't yeah. think. But yeah. then again, uh, as compared to the uh, effort by. Uh, uh, Spielberg, uh, the uh, the other one about the thing in Oklahoma was yeah. uh, that one really dragged. Did you? What was the name of that? Thing? Yeah, Flower uh, Moon or something. Flower Moon. Yeah, Oof. I did not did see go, that. I did not see that. Well, you could you could see that on uh, on the, on the internet uh, pretty early, but uh, man, it went on forever. Is that long too? Forever. That's a long. Oh, one. longer, longer. I think. Oh, for Pete's sake. Yes. Yeah. Pat, now, I went to a great movie. Yeah. Yesterday, all right. American fiction, and it's probably only about one forty, but it's uh, never heard of it's, it. It's pretty good. It's uh, this uh, black guy uh, who considers himself an intellectual and has been writing these books. They're intellectual, and he can't sell any. And he sees some of these uh, black exploitation books selling, 
So he writes one under an alias and becomes uh, very popular. And uh, it's, the cast is great. Uh, the, the the stuff that's going on and it's uh, it's a you know it's a black comedy. I would say a black comedy in the sense that it's uh, kind of dark, but uh, it, it's good. What, what's it called? American fiction. American fiction. American I wonder if fiction. I can say that into my microphone. Would you guys be able to relate to a guy that wrote a book and wasn't able to? <laughs> I can. I. I'm, in fact, I'm writing this down. I, uh-huh. You know, I know how that it goes. Well, yes, right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, that, that's the the only book I ever. The only book I made any kind of an hourly wage on was Louis because I edited it, and then Louis would drive to Bawabic to sell fifteen books. Yeah. He was out there making me money every that's day. That's right. Uh, so he took books with him to. I wrote it down. Yeah. yeah. Wonder if I can. Uh, is she on TV yet? I wonder. Is I don't think. Yeah, I think she just started pretty new. So, it's, but I bet it'll be there quick. It's not like a big. I don't think it's a big hit in the movies. Pat. I, I don't know. Yes. I have bleak feelings. Uh, Spring's training, for all practical purposes, has started. Uh, yeah. There are people in the camps, and I just have mm-hmm. this. I'm having a sinking feeling about the health of baseball. I just, uh, I really? wish I didn't. Uh, you know, football's coming off this 122 million people watch oh, the Super God, Bowl. Yeah. I mean, you got, uh, uh, if you're going to, if you're going to register, if you're going to mark up a World Series that draws 8 million and them 122, we got, uh, we got different uh, audiences. There's no doubt about it. But I think base, baseball is coming off a fairly good season, you know. I but hope, it's, uh, yeah. it's it's really regional. It's it's a it's not a national sport anymore. It's a regional sport, just like every just like hockey is, and to some extent basketball. And uh, but uh, yeah, it's, you know it's what I you know what baseball now. needs, and I'm not kidding. Uh, they it needs its own Taylor Swift situation. <laughs> well, look at the way that drew in so many people who never previously Young. watched a football game. Yeah. Well, that's true, and baseball has the older audience, though. So to get some youth in there would they really need help a Taylor well. Swift situation? I don't know who that would be, but uh, if Kelsey somehow could play baseball, you'd have a hell of a baseball season this year because you'd have all of <laughs> uh, you have all the networks worried about her. Yes, that's true. Although, in the defense of the networks. Now, when she came down after the AFC title game and the Super Bowl and smacked a kiss on him, they kind of exploited that. But during the year, he was she was on for thirty seconds. No, game, I know. You know, I know. But so it was it, it was it was that anticipation in the room. The only reason a twelve-year-old girl watched and turned it on was maybe she'll see her. That's true. Uh, I talked to baseball coaches, you know, high school coaches and, uh, you know, Legion and stuff like that. And the numbers of players are pretty good. But the kids never sit down and watch a ball game. Nope. They'll, if they hear about a highlight on the YouTube or someplace, they'll, probably, they'll watch it TikTok. They'll watch it 50 times if mm-hmm. it's some odd. But the, the idea of watching even what is now a two-hour and 40-minute game instead of a two-hour, a three-hour and 20-minute game, mm-hmm. they to sit down and watch it from the first pitch to the last pitch, as I did in my youth, would uh, nobody, they would not consider doing that. that. That's just, where I was going to go, Patrick, because I have a 12- and a 9-year-old. Both of them play baseball. We had practice yesterday, 
and they'll watch a little bit of the Twins game with me, but they wouldn't mm-hmm. they wouldn't pick it up and turn it on on their on their own. I don't believe. Yeah, that's uh, that is. Uh, I, I don't know what the solution is there, but uh, it, it, as long as people are playing it, I think you're okay. But uh, then again, a lot of people are playing soccer, and uh, you know, there's guys like me who wouldn't watch it if they were playing in the backyard. So uh, I, I you know, think unless, I, I unless think you have to. I think baseball should reject. Other than uh, picking up the speed of the game, I think baseball, to protect its place in American life, should reject all modernization efforts. I don't want to see robots. I don't want to see automatic umpires. The game's charm should be enough. Well, maybe it can't be enough to prevail, but, but the game's charm should be its selling point. Yes, I'm not big on the. Uh, I don't mind a guy, uh, you know. Uh, I, I, you know, replay baseball replay is annoying. It's mm-hmm. just annoying, and uh, the 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 umpires blowing a few calls was fun. That was fun. That was part, part of the, of the game. fun of the game, and see yep. the guys screaming at Adam and uh, and uh, doing that. But now uh, we're we're going to get the electronic zone in about three years, and then then. Then it's all automated. But then again, the uh, the, the modern uh, era, the modern people want uh, want to want electronics in the game. So, but we have to all three agree that we were against it. But the pitch clock was the greatest thing that happened to baseball. Oh, in a no, of years. I was not against the pitch clock. I was not against the pitch oh, clock. I, I just didn't. I didn't have any idea it would work this well. I had no idea that it would have so little impact on the game as far as the playing of it. Uh, you know, the, the guy can't scratch himself a third time in the crotch or something, you know, was, uh, you know, great. So uh, that, 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 uh, that might've saved it from a, an earlier demise. I think. I can't remember if I was for it or against it. Oh, you were it. very much against it. I was. Yes. I probably was. Yeah, but I like now it. That you, I like the way it turned think, out. I can tell you, I can guarantee you, if you were still a sport writer, I would have loved it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you liked it. That's right. You would have definitely liked it. That's for sure. And, jo- uh, jokingly, not, I said, know, go ahead. I was going to say, it's not even a topic of conversation down here this year. You're like, it's not, uh, what do you, I asked a couple of guys, oh, what do you think of the speed? How, what did you think of the speed up rules? And they all kind of said that, well, it was only a couple, but they said that, uh, uh, they they thought it would have more impact on the game on on the playing of the game than it did, but everybody got into the rhythm and it didn't become a big issue at all. I said to a kid last night, uh, junior high school age type kid, I said jokingly, the score of the NBA game tonight will be 198 to 195. I was damn near right. Low. Yeah, you were low. I was low. You were low. <laughs> how can how can how can anybody watch? Them? Oh, it's just silly. It's, it's, I said it's the Harlem Globetrotters, but not at full speed. It's right. half speed Harlem Globetrotters. Right. They're jogging down the court and trying to set up dunks. Nobody guards anybody. 
it's uh, and it's it's now I I don't know what does the youth of America like that like some of the goofy stuff or do they think this is silly just like we all I I don't know, know. anyone who's a basketball fan's got a puke when they watch this they are guaranteed to leave there uninjured I do that's fine yes yeah, that's, that, right. that's They're fine not gonna hurt. They're not going to hurt I, themselves I, unless something happens I, off the court and in hockey you were going to leave there uninjured yep. that's fine yep. yes. And they had them in Indianapolis instead of Vegas, Reavers, so they weren't going to get arrested. That's so true. That, that is true. It used to yeah. be in the baseball game, Pete Rose could have killed somebody. Sure. You know. Oh, they, God, yes. Yeah. yeah but the but, but baseball all-star game is a classic impersonation of the sport compared to all the other uh, yeah. all-star games. But football yeah. finally gave up, and they played they touch football. They gave up and said, we're going we're to run up and down the field here and see who can get there the fastest. And nobody can leave there uninjured, which is fine with me. No, right? yeah. but the, as far as the NBA was concerned, I had this thought. I, uh, I covered the all-star game in Orlando when Magic was not playing because of age. But Magic played in the All-Star game, and it was controversial, you know, and some players expressing doubts of about guarding a guy with AIDS. And now they wouldn't have to worry about it. Nobody mm. guards anybody anyway. No, you know, they just give them a lot of room. Yeah, yeah they say, yeah, you, you, you get the same room as everybody else. Don't worry about it, Magic. Yeah. I can't what believe a, you went to a movie on a Sunday afternoon. There was a hell of a golf tournament on TV. Uh, yeah, but it was raining buckets down here. Oh, and we boy. We decided to do something with yeah. our life. Yeah. So, so we went about, drove about eight miles to see this movie. It was good. Good. It was good. It really rained hard yesterday, but it's uh, dried out today. Uh, they, You know, it's not that long. But uh, later this week, uh, they... Uh, they play the Gophers Friday night, I believe. They they play their first game, so they don't get into it quite as quick as hockey, but almost. Hockey, of course, uh, comes to practice to start the uh, the fall practice. They have a scrimmage, and three days later, they're playing a game at the X and charging people money. Right, so, right. You know, they right. they they got their, you know. The the baseball spring training show is way longer now than it has to be, but they they have these deals with the uh, with the cities that build them all these ballparks. They got to give them fifteen, sixteen, seventeen home games, so they're playing thirty games. They they the way these guys show up at camp now, ready to throw and everything, they could they could do this in about three weeks if they wanted to, mm-hmm. but they can't do that to the you know like Fort Myers has got a lot of money invested in this, these two teams here so they got to have a bunch of games to give people our wild lost a heartbreaker Saturday at the yeah in overtime and they're playing the right now yeah they're, they're playing, playing at right one now. o'clock today uh, it's President's Day baby yeah. hockey is hey did do kids have school today nope they do not Patrick when did President's Day become a holiday uh, for school, I'm. I think it's been a couple of years that we haven't had school on President's Day. Wow! Wow! I was surprised that it's become a you know a, an event. But uh, uh, I know you know the mailman gets a day off. I know that. But, no mail today, much to my regret. Yeah. <laughs> we uh, we had a bit of a, a situation. The young lady that uh, has been going into the house and uh, leaving mail there and stuff reported that it was. Very cold inside. Uh-oh. Turns out the uh, some valve on the furnace, the, the Ryan boys saved me. They went, yeah, got over there and fixed it. But the, the, there's some kind of a valve on the furnace, Joe. I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah, they have valves. 
it wasn't working. Okay. It, it was faulty, so it was 50 degrees in there. So uh, we, we caught it just in time. You could, he, he, uh, he, we've had a little cold weather lately up there, right? That beats hey. the hell out of you going down and try to mitigate a flood with a drinking glass. <laughs> You know, my knees have never been no, the same. No, you're all, you screwed them up. Yeah. We need more cups. Yes. <laughs> I need a pan. I had a big, one of those wobbly plastic tubs. And I was walking up the steps in the dark, yep. trying to dump it into the, uh, into the, uh, would the Sink. thing in there where we wash clothes and stuff. The there drain. The laundry tub. Yeah. The laundry tub. We were yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact that I never fell down and drowned is amazing. <laughs> you know, myself. You know? Drowned. It's incredible. Wasn't that it's bad? Incredible. It's incredible. We um, had a quite a big event at Worth Park, Patrick, the uh, Loppet. How about how about the number of people that allegedly showed up? Yeah, thirty thousand. Yeah, something? it was. Uh, it was quite the spectacle. I didn't get there, but it was a nice day for it. And uh, and uh, the Minnesota weather came through for him. We got just enough snow, and then it stayed cold enough. It didn't melt. Although yeah. uh, when that happened, Pat, local news was talking to officials with the event, saying that well, this snow might be bad for the event, which got me a little bit puzzled. Well, because apparently they were setting the course up in oh, anticipation of them. Not, exactly. And so that apparently the snow was going to be a bad thing, but they obviously made it work. Was that thing no, televised? I I'm not sure. Wasn't it the national championship or yeah, the it was, international you know, world cup? It's a it's a world cup. It's just uh, you know alpine skiing. They go to you know Switzerland and all these. They have this whole circuit, right? It was an it, event. It wasn't the. Well, Finals. No, no, and it was one of the World Cup events in in uh, not alpine skiing, Nordic skiing, you know, cross country, and there's nine of them or something. And the U.S. has had very few. We, we've had two, and the U.S. has had very few of these events. So, well, but the, the local kid, uh, the local kid Diggins, podiumed. She was on the podium. Yes, and then some local guy won a big race, right? Yeah. Some guy I'd never heard of. An American won the thing. You know what I used to say about our skiers, uh, our, our cross-country skiers in the Olympics, Joe? You've been there, too. We would fly to Sweden to, or Norway to watch these guys and go up to the mountain and watch them finish 48th. But if they had been skiing around the parking lot in front of the building, we wouldn't have went and watched. Right. You know? <laughs> that was, we'd, go, we'd travel the world to see a U.S. guy uh, finish 44th. But Diggins has, of course, been a phenomenon for the U.S. She placed uh, third in the 10K freestyle. Gus Schumacher. Schumacher. Good won old, good old won only the third U.S. men's victory at a World Cup ever and the first since 1983. Gus Schumacher. That's uh, that's uh, one of my favorite athletes from Lillehammer was the the skier, the cross country skier from Fiji. He was in Oslo, as I told you this yeah. several times. He was an exchange student, and he represented Fiji in the Olympics. And I'm not sure he's finished that race yet all these years, but he was about three miles behind everybody, but they were cheering him lustily, that guy. Shoemaker is 23 years old. He's from Alaska. 
Oh, he's not a local then. Not Alaska's a local a guy, but an American. But he's an, U- an American, that's right. A U.S. American. <laughs> yep. Well, the good news is you got those stories in your St. Paul paper, and your Minneapolis paper. You didn't get the Super Bowl the week before, but you got the uh, Alpine skiing stories in your paper today. We did you. get the Alpine skiing stories. <laughs> the Super Bowl ending at 5 to 10 ended too late. God Almighty! Yeah, that is not the uh, glorious moment uh, of, of the Star Tribune's history. That's for sure. I'm going to get a wild score because they're playing hated. Now get a wild score while I do a give, do the pause. Yeah, there we go. Pause. That's planning right there on Monday Night Sports right. Talk. Right there. And here's the pause. Jim Paul, Brett Paul, Valley Group of GM Dealers. You can swear for these guys, can't you, Reaver? 100%. I love the guys at the Valley Group. You got your uh, vehicle, uh, your last vehicle there. I've gotten five or six vehicles from Jim Paul and Brett Paul, Apple Valley, and Hastings. Whole fleet of SUVs, whole fleet of trucks. You can find the Sierra, and uh, which is a GMC product. Suits is uh, uh, assured me of that. And the interest rates, last time I looked, which is only a couple of days ago, 0.9%. Some of the vehicles, 1.9%. That's like the good old days as far as interest rates are concerned. So uh, I trust these guys, and uh, they'll take good care of you. Go out and pick up a uh, new vehicle or a used one. They have a big fleet of uh, used vehicles, too. I've gotten two or three used vehicles from them that were great. Uh, Jim Paul, Brett Paul, Apple Valley, and Hastings, the Valley Group of GM dealers. Give them some business. The uh, dead bad guy in Burnsville has been officially named Shannon Cortez Gooden, 38 years old. Shannon Cortez Gooden, 38 Uh, years old. And I can confirm this uh, via Patrick Star Tribune. The Gooden's identity as the shooter was confirmed to the Star Tribune by a source who was briefed about the investigation so and they still uh so that what are we officially waiting for the bca to uh, announce it is that it no it's official now it's good i know alpha news and some of those places went with it quickly yeah and uh this is uh i would imagine that the uh, a great complication in this whole thing thing including having a psychopath in the room was that uh, they had seven kids in there. Right. So it couldn't have been, uh, couldn't have been easy to figure we, out how to go about getting him out of there. We do have more information on a question that you had asked earlier, Joe. Uh, Gooden pointed out that he has not been convicted of any further serious crimes, uh, maintained steady employment in the auto repair business for many years, and provided for his long-term girlfriend, her two children, and his Five children. Oh boy! So those that answers your question about the seven kids inside the premises. The Dakota County Attorney's Office countered with that, along with the assault conviction, Gooden has had additional encounters with police involving assaults, disorderly conduct, and numerous traffic violations, demonstrating a continued disregard to obey the law. That is from the Dakota County Attorney's Office. All right. So, Pat, bad deal. Pat, the second period yep. has just started in downtown St. Paul, and the Canucks are up 2-1. to one. I actually glanced at it before we came on the air, and we had a the Ekman scored about a minute into the game to give us a big uh, boost. And then uh, this Vancouver team, which, honest to God, 
I had no idea they were creating a powerhouse out there, and I was making. I made some reference about about a month ago or six weeks. Uh, and they got the Canucks in town, and somebody said, "Yeah, they're the best team in the league." I said, "What? Thirty-seven what wins. They're thirty-seven yeah. and nineteen, counting the Euphorian losses." Yeah, thirty-seven and nineteen. Yeah, and they they got the Besser kid, and uh, from here, and they score some goals that team, and uh, they got uh, they got uh, two later on in the first period after the Wild jumped on them right away. That was uh, that was uh, you know they, they're really weird, isn't it? aren't they? They like okay, they're done, and they went four in a row. Yeah, okay. They're they they're going and now they a mediocre team comes and beats them and uh, I don't know they're uh, you know they're not out of it they're kind of out of it but they're only what St Louis isn't winning any games either so maybe maybe they catch them you, you, I think you were ahead of me on this you were ahead of the curve on this but I got hey Riviera's got to be one of my top three golf courses oh it's great what golf a course. course. Because, I can watch him play number ten all day long. Yes, and here's the deal: they can they can hit it three eighty, but it, if if they hit it off the off the fairway, they're in trouble. And uh, it's uh, you know they can narrow it. They can kind of put the fairways so the ball will go you know kick right, kick left, and it's narrow. And the greens are just. They don't make long putts on that course, Joe. They, uh, they, they those eight footers are not uh, not gimmies on that place. That they, ten, uh, that ten is fun to watch. How it tortures uh, those guys. You can, it's a drivable par four, and there are probably. Mm-hmm. I didn't look at the stats. I bet there were as many bogeys as there were birdies. Yeah, how about Hideki though? That's uh, you know, you're, you, I saw that if you wanted to bet him in Vegas, which a couple of Japanese guys probably did. It was 125 to one going into the final round. He was 100, you know, because they wow. list, you know, you can bet on the whole field uh, what what they are going into the final round because he was six back. Yep, he was six back, and he won. He ended up winning by three, right? I got so, a I got an idea for Hideki. He should start wearing those really bad shirts. Like like Jumbo Osaki used to wear. Remember okay. they had fish on them yeah. and deep sea divers and all this yeah. weird stuff. It would really yeah, make I, him stand out. Yes, his uh, he's not a big personality, but he's uh, you know he's a. I don't think he won last year, but he won. Uh, he's, he's won, won nine uh, times in the PGA. Let me yeah. tell you something else. He can speak English. Don't give me this interpreter oh, BS. Listen, I've uh, I've uh, been very frustrated with that. Uh, you know. Jose Barrios yeah. with the Twins, he could have lectured in the in a, at St. Thomas in an English language <laughs> course, and we still have to get an interpreter. Yeah, give me that. Give come me on, a break. Come on, come yeah. on, Jose. Come yeah. on, let's go here. We don't have to wait for some guy to give us a bad, bad uh, re- revelation of what you actually just said. So. Yeah. If I had it to do over again when I was 30 years old, I would have taken a Spanish class instead. Or, or even when I was in Fulda, I would have taken Spanish instead God, of German. I forgot. And German has done me no, no good, good No good. Pat, you I might remember good. this, but this was a couple of years ago, and there was a decent prospect, you know, a white kid that played at North Carolina or whatever, and he goes through, you know, the, the spring training with all the Latino guys, 
And he just basically remained quiet, didn't say a word, and they're all talking, you know, in Spanish around him and whatnot. He didn't say a word all spring training, and then on opening day, he spoke to a couple of the guys guys in their language, like, oh, my God, like he figured out what they were saying about him all spring (laughs) training. I got to find the piece because it's just hysterical that he sat there and listened to them talk, you know, crap about him all spring training. (laughs) That's uh, that's uh, pretty good. They, uh, yeah, they're. Uh, oh, Duran's the same way. I mean, Duran, like when you interviewed him last year, he'd he'd forget that he had the interpreter there and start answering the question in English, and then he go to you know, then he'd pretend like he couldn't uh, speak English anymore. <laughs> do you, you have know, any? Uh, do you have any Gopher basketball thoughts before we leave? I thought they played really well last night, except you didn't have the privilege of watching it, Joe. I did not. You should, they are Reavers. What was it? Seventeen ahead. Were you watching Reavers? I unfortunately had a basketball tournament of my own yesterday, so I was okay. not able to Joe, watch it. Played great because Rutgers has been playing good. Rutgers has won four in a row, and they they defend. And they go Pharrell Payne, the kid from Cottage Grove, and uh, he was fabulous. And uh, they Dawson Garcia had a good game, and they're playing great. And all of a sudden, they're seventeen ahead, and uh, Rutgers throws the press on them down at the end. You know, they're like triple teaming the guy you're throwing it in, full court press. And it looked like Reavers' grade school team. They were, <laughs> you know, Dawson Garcia would wait till a guy got triple teamed and then bounce a pass to one of his guys and they'd steal it. They scored 11 points in a row in a minute and a half, Rutgers, and it was down to six. It was unbelievable. And it was, you know, my only advice to Ben Johnson would be this week. Maybe we spend five minutes working on how you get the ball inbounds on the other team. I got to tell you, Patrick, the the press does uh, issue its challenges for the Jordan Hubman 12U team as well. (laughs) Is that right? Oh, yeah, that can be a problem. Yeah, Yeah, they – there's not deep thought before they throw their passes, oh. is that it? They and they freak out when they know they got five seconds, so they just throw it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, in other words, it was identical to the goal. Very so much so. 3 1 Canucks. 3 Uh-oh. 1 Canucks. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. And then they got this Hawkins. They got this little guard that they got from Howard University transfer, allegedly leads the nation in assists. He's. He's fine. He plays all of a sudden, except there's like five minutes a game where he turns into a, he turns insane. He's doing this crazy stuff, throwing the ball all over. That's what he did at Purdue. And uh, he just, he just uh, went awful. And then he's, then he's back. Okay. But uh, they're not bad though. They're way better than they they were the last two years, which is not saying anything. Are they going to get to the tournament? I was just going to ask. No, I don't think so. They, their non-conference schedule was so awful that, that, that all the computer rankings are, are uh, you know, even though they won the games, their computer rankings are terrible. But they they could, uh, I think they could win a couple of, you know, the Big Ten tournaments, the women and the men are both here, Joe. Home court advantage, Patrick. Oh, boy. Where are That's we playing right. it? Uh, U.S. Bank? Target Center. Target Center. Target Center, yeah. 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 Target Center. And uh, they could... Uh, Caitlin will put in more people than uh, the, the Big Ten basketball tournament will, but uh, Caitlin will uh, Caitlin will be here, so they, they'll just hope that Iowa makes it to the finals so they can get three days of sellouts with her. You know that they're 
they're playing. I was playing here, Joe, the last, I think the 29th, and the last game of the season, and it was sold out in December for the Iowa women. Oh, boy. Because of her. Yeah. And that was, she's a bigger feet on now than she was then. It's uh, it's pretty amazing. That's all I got. All righty. I am going to go have dinner tonight with Eichten and Hoberman, two of my best buddies from Fulton, Minnesota. One oh. of them's got a place down here, and the other guy spends here in the winter, spends time here in the winter. So, oh, be uh, damn. Where are you going to go? Gonna, uh, Seafood place? No, we're going to Eichten's house for one of his gourmet meals. Oh, right boy. Talk smart and tell lies. All right. Okay. All right, see you later. It's the new year, and everyone is talking about their resolutions. Resolutions are based on topics for which we have become complacent. The Canopy Group has a New Year's resolution for you. Last year, over 2,700 Minnesotans conquered their complacency and contacted the Canopy Group for their home and auto insurance needs. That is an easy call because 80% of those people had only one agent with one company. No options. The Canopy Group offered them 40 professional with 16 companies. Many options. The Canopy Group's New Year resolution has always been to annually examine every existing Canopy client. Each and every day, the Canopy Group team is reaching out to their client base and moving many clients from one of their 16 companies to a different company that they also represent. This is a great call for the Canopy Group to make because it is their ongoing promise to always provide their clients with the best coverage at the best price and forever doing away with the insurance complacency. Call 800-967-3389 or visit thecanopygroup.com.